Hey, it's Brendan Gennetti. And I'm Devin O'Haran. And you are listening to Music You're Missing. We're so excited about our next guest we have on the show. His name is Alt Bloom. Yes, Alt Bloom. He is going to call in in just a little bit. But first, we wanted to just say thank you so much for the support. We just released season two. Um, I just said just about 17 <laughs> times in the same sentence. But we did just release season two. Badly was our, our first guest. And the response has been so awesome. Thank you guys for all the likes and the follows and the love. And the listens. And most importantly, thank you for tuning in uh, to the artists after we talk to talk to them. Oh, they're so excited and they appreciate you guys so much. Yeah, for sure. And just a reminder that you can catch all the music featured on Music You're Missing, the podcast, on our playlist called Music You're Missing. And where is that playlist available, Devin? You can get them on Spotify and Apple Music. Uh, while you're hitting that follow button, maybe scroll up or swipe down or hit the home button depending on which phone you have <laughs> and head over to instagram because new this season we have an instagram so give us a follow on instagram <laughs> it's going to be at music you're missing so alt bloom i know that i say i'm super excited blah 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 but i mean i'll be honest like there are some artists that we get and i, I like their music obviously but then there are some artists that i like their music and like i'm also genuinely interested in talking to them like more their than life. their music Alt Bloom, he just seems like the coolest dude. And he's honestly doing something that I don't see uh, other artists doing, and it's so authentic. And what I mean by that is his branding and his music releases are so heavily focused around his love for nature, which I think is just the coolest. Rare. I feel like it's very rare for an artist. And when you guys listen to his music and you see him on Instagram and his like past videos he's made, he just has, I know I say it all the time, but he has a vibe. <laughs> yeah, he's got and a cool vibe. And it's a really cool vibe. For sure. I mean, I first discovered Alt Bloom during like peak quarantine time because of COVID. I was, I like reverted to a 17 year old <laughs> and I was like drinking Mountain Dew, staying up till 3 a.m. playing Xbox. Uh, and I also picked up a longboard and I got into longboarding, which is, oh God, it, it is awesome, but it's also the it's culture. It's a great feeling. Yeah, it just, it is. But I'm that type of person where I just get over consumed no matter what I'm doing. And I'm like, I'm a longboarder now. And I started watching like, sca- moral of the story is I started listening to Alt Bloom during that. And then I eventually had a weird, manic episode and moved to montana (laughs) and it was like he was totally on my like longboarding in montana playlist and then i come to find out he's actually from montana which is like a i don't know like just a funny thing um and a small world yeah a small world i I suppose um and then we started talking about season two what artists to get and i was just like "Ah, i'm gonna i'm gonna try shoot your shot shoot your shot it worked out Uh, he actually just released a brand new song called getting to getting it's out in this basement A summer vacations Bodies and walls yeah, 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 yeah. Cases I got one to say He also has a track uh, out with Nash called Text Talk Touch Surely we can trust where this is going from the dreams Times late he also has an EP out right now called Astronaut Complex. So a lot of music that we're going to be talking about. Um, so definitely go check it out on top of the Music You're Missing playlist. And enough talking. Let's get our, our soon-to-be friend, Alt Bloom, on the line. All right, we are joined by Alt Bloom. How's it going? 
It's going good, guys. How goes you? We've been a little better. Um, <laughs> I just <laughs> came back sure. from a camping trip, so I'm sure you can relate. Hey, you just got back from camping. Where at? Upstate New York, uh, Mount Brace. Heck yeah, I'm not familiar with Mount Brace specifically, but I've been in Upstate, and it was funny being from Montana. When you're thinking about New York, I only knew New York City, and when I visited upstate for the first time i was like wow new york is really gorgeous and not all just new york city oh i mean I, we're from boston and yeah. I, when i go to new york it's to new york city so this is my first time actually exploring it and i was like oh wow yeah it gives you hope that there's still uh, that there's still some nature left especially in new york um so yeah. interestingly enough you are from montana i actually lived out there for a little bit i'm wondering where'd you grow up i grew up in whitefish that's like by glacier national park yeah absolutely best uh, national park i've ever been to that had to like shape your complete personality growing up near that yeah i think it definitely just put me in touch with the woods and it made me it made it so whenever i'm in a city for too long i have to get out and reestablish with my roots it's just something that i think um luckily uh, i think my parents all the time they raised me in it so yeah it just feels um like it's something that's intrinsically in me that i gotta go out and explore Absolutely. So now you're in L.A.? Yes. I'm actually in Big Bear at the moment. I've been also traveling around due to uh, the massive, exciting year we have had here. Uh, but yeah, I'm in Big Bear currently um, on the outskirts of LA just because I figure the rest of the year might be a little wild. So we're, we're hanging in a little bit slower of a pace up, up in Big Bear. Big Bear is not a bad place to be at all. No, it's beautiful. I mean, there's I'm, I'm kicked out talking to you guys right now on the front porch of where I've been renting. And it's, uh, it's fall out here. I have a studio set upstairs and I'm just working on music. A nice little getaway. Yes, yes. A nice little uh, uh, escape pod for uh, the rest of 2020. Hey, so that is a perfect segue into a little game that we want to play with you. So, oh, let's go. I'm so sorry about the name. We're so We're bad so at names. We're so bad at names, and we try and do it like every time, and it, they just keep getting worse, I think. So it's gotcha. called Alternative Locations with Alt Bloom. I like it. I like it. Well, yeah. How it works is we're going to give you a scenario, and you're going to tell us if you'd prefer to be in California or Montana for said scenario. I'm not. Okay. And are we, are we saying Los Angeles specifically or greater California? Because greater California is a beautiful big state, but we're saying Los Angeles specifically, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah let's, let's go LA. LA. Okay, got you. Okay, better weather, LA or Montana? Um, I'm a ski boy, so I'll have to say Montana. Better food. Um, LA has definitely a broader uh, landscape of food. Better hiking. I know that's kind of fully loaded there. <laughs> Montana, Montana, but the Sierras, if you go north of LA, where I go, is actually gorgeous. But, uh, yeah, Montana over LA for sure. Uh, which location gives you more creative inspiration? Um, honestly, I think that, uh, they both do in their own ways. LA kind of supercharges me because I'm with all of my fellow peers and we're all pushing to get as high as we can. <laughs> in the studio and on the music that we're creating mm -hmm. which is a really good buzz and the other and when i'm home it's reconnecting with my roots so it's kind of two different paces two different things perfect yeah speaking of buzz uh <laughs> yeah Devin and i we were in a little bit of a, a tiff earlier because i was saying how this past weekend when i was like in the mountains my, my friends were drinking beer and i was like ah, i'm not really like a beer on the mountains guy and i know that's like a yeah. thing no i was like you're crazy if you don't drink beer on the mountains like it's just like a typical mountain drink i feel like so now we're wondering, are you a beer on the mountains guy? Or absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I think I've even gone as far as we did a uh, five, we backpacked in five miles in for like four days with a couple of buddies and we brought backpacked in 30 racks in our priorities. We're like, we'll carry the weight just so we can drink while we're in the mountains. Kind of going off the Montana thing, you described yourself recently as a kid raised in Montana, currently living in LA, trying to blur the lines between Tom Petty, Mac Miller, and lo fi music. So yeah. I would like to hear like 
the inception of that sound as well as like how much geography really does play into your music well i mean i think your music is uh the art that you create is is often a reflection of the life that you've lived and you know i've bounced around from state to state to a handful of different people and gotten to experience a lot of input uh a lot of input and a lot of uh, inspiration uh through through those travels and um, I think that the, uh, the the way that I've been breaking it down into my own music is that I've always been pushed that I should do a certain thing. Um, I can sing a bunch of different genres. I can rap. And the, there's a bunch of things that I get pushed to do. You know, if someone hears me do one thing, they're like, that's what you should be doing. Someone mm-hmm. hears me do another thing, that's what I should be doing. So for me, it, it really has been a uh, ongoing uh, life purpose to find what I think is uh, the most me and what I and that's always ever changing from the experience that you're having in life but also what is the most unique when I hear it um, so instead of just going and being a folk artist or a rock artist or just a, a pop artist which pop is a loose term these days you know it could Definitely. be in, uh, so many things but uh, or a hip-hop leaning artist um, or like even countries people have pushed towards me. I just really want to make my own world and my own thing and be comfortable in my own skin, which is a mix of a lot of different things. Um, and it's not, it's not just one, uh, it's not just one path. It's a mix of several and I'm, uh, and I'm in the studio every day. It's, it's hard and it takes a lot of focus and attention, um, and commitment to myself, but really I'm committed to taking the juice out of those experiences I've had in life to make a unique, um, piece of art that I enjoy and that listeners enjoy. From a listener's perspective, like my own, that, I mean, that's exactly what I hear when I listen to it and, and your different, you know, releases. I'm wondering if you think, have you like honed in on your exact sound or do you think that is just going to be ever growing and ever changing? Uh, I think that I'm getting closer to it. You know, I think that in life you're always trying to push to the next thing. So I think that I'll always, I, I was talking to somebody the other day and I was saying, you know, I think I'll always be 80% figured out. And that last 20% is where I'm always trying to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I feel with my music right now. I feel like I, I know myself better than I ever have musically because I've been set spending the last, uh, I mean, especially with this year of just, died. um, I've uh, spent a lot of time with myself and uh, a lot of digging into myself to, to, uh, figure out what the kid and what the adult me are saying and, and, uh, and what they want to express. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's awesome. I mean, it, it's great to go through that like experience, but then also have it translate to the music that you're putting out. Absolutely. Absolutely. It always comes out in some fashion or another. The California acoustic sessions that you have are so, so insane. Pretty. I was like, <laughs> I was texting Brendan. I was like, we have to ask him about these. They're so pretty. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, I think it was the Sway one. Uh, there was a 360 degree shot and there was absolutely no production team. I'm wondering how many people does it take to actually get these things done and record it? Well, we actually only had, it was, there was a guy, um, so I'll name their names. It was Ryan, uh, Brian and Alex and Alex was shooting. Uh, Brian was doing sound and Ryan was doing behind the scenes and just helping wherever he could. So there was just four of us, um, working on all those. And we literally would just figure out ways. If you look, uh, if you look on that video specifically, uh, you can see where the, especially cause we were on sand, we were out in the Eureka dunes. Um, you can see where the microphone cables go behind literally like the only bush that was on the dune. <laughs> and that's where, that's where the recording device, the Zoom, was sitting. Um, and then we just did take after take after take after take. And that day specifically was actually wild because we got up at like th- 3 or 4 a.m. It was like 32 or like 35 degrees. Yikes. So literally, yeah, in that video, that was just when the sun was coming up. You can't really tell just because of how, how uh, white the sand is, but that was right when the sun was coming up. And it was so 
cold. I'm literally wearing uh, a pair, I'm literally wearing like liners, sweatpants, <laughs> and jeans, uh, and then on top I'm wearing like three or four layers as well. So it was quite a cold day and quite an adventure to capture. Yeah, it that's, that's great, devotion though. right there. How did you come up with that? Like, I'm gonna go in the middle of nowhere and do this with my project. It's been something that I really want to have be a part of it as nature because it's such a huge part of who, who I am, and I really want to be. Uh, taking the music that I do and putting it in an environment that people don't expect. You know, I think when you do things that are like lo-fi leaning or rock leaning or hip hop leaning or pop leaning, people expect it to be viewed through a certain lens. And I really want my, my whole project to be uh, bringing people outside and encouraging people outside. So it was just uh, after it was a collaboration with my uh, old manager and uh, my product manager of us just talking. And then the initial idea was for me to just literally take my car and, uh, and go drive around. And uh, then we ended up getting, getting it to where it was where it was uh, a four-person crew myself included uh in a winnebago just driving around california for 10 days um going to these locations that my my buddy who shot him alex Pelini, amazing cinematographer uh, knew all the locations he sent me about uh, 80 or 100 of them and i had to go through them and pick five that i thought uh that i thought were each unique enough so that the five together would feel like a complete series that is so cool i like, love that during, idea. during that process are you ever like Oh yeah, I'm I'm like oh I'm I'm at work. <laughs> You're like this is awesome. Like this is my job. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, every time I get a chance to, to, to go outside and do music is two of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. There's definitely times where you have to remind it to yourself. Like literally during Sway, by the time we got to the last take, I think we did twelve or thirteen of them. My fingers could not move because I was so cold. Um, and then it heats up very fast in Death Valley too. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's always a uh, it's always wonderful to be working outside. There's definitely a huge. Uh, elements that you understand why people don't do it and it's because there's wind there's breeze mm-hmm. there's clouds there's birds there's people walking by you know depending where you're at so like it's it's definitely a, a challenge and it's always fun once we get it uh, checked off the list it definitely paid off they look so good thank you thank you yeah we're excited to go and do the go and do the uh next round of them once i get my uh the next group of music done and i and i want to push it in a way that that uh is again more pushing those worlds together so instead of just doing acoustic we're going to do a mix of track and instruments and the uh, be doing it outside. Chasing, it's out in this basement of some of the vacations, bodies and walls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cases, I got one to say these was for Congrats on the new release, Getting to Getting. Thank you. Uh, it's I, out the world, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we actually just had an artist. Um, we were interviewing this this artist called Badly, and he said, once you put out a, a song, it's no longer yours. How do you feel about that quote? Um, I mean, I totally, I think once you put it out, there's no more stress on whether you got it right or not. Like, I, I spend a lot of time uh, ironing out the details of music that I'm working on. Um, and when you finally get it out, you're like, is the snare loud enough? You're like, well, it doesn't matter. It's out now. So, and, and of course, it takes on a life of its own, uh, depending on whether people gravitate towards it or not. The the lyrics of this song, they're very like tongue in cheek, if you will. Are, do you have? Are you afraid to push limits with like what you say, or are you just kind of an open book at this point? Um, I just kind of follow whatever comes out of my head when I when I, once I get on a storyline. That one in particular was was. Uh, was about that moment when you meet someone and it's and you know that you guys are both into each other and mm-hmm. there's a specific moment there was a specific moment um at a uh, basement party when i was in college that i was writing about and actually it was a moment that i wished happened and never did happen uh. Uh, so i was just <laughs> 
I was writing from the standpoint of man, I, if I would have, you know, if I would have uh, gotten the girl that night, I wonder what it would have, would have been like. And I just kind of wrote this the whole dream of getting to getting from that confidence standpoint. We're getting to getting <laughs> <laughs> the production of the song too. Like it kind of adds to like the the energy, if you know what I'm saying. So I'm wondering how important it is for you for like the production to kind of coincide with the theme of the lyrics. Uh, I mean, I think they have to, there, there has to be a choice. If you're, if you're doing it to be jarring in a way, like if you're writing a super sad song or making it sound positive or mm. vice versa, it just has to be a choice. Um, and with that song, I just wanted it to match the vibe of the lyric. Actually the guitar part came first and then the, then the lyrics are coming on top of it. So it was something that kind of unfolded all together. And I didn't write the second verse until I had, uh, had a vibe of the, uh, production done. And that was when I ended up writing the, uh, second verse over top of it, but it's so important and it's the biggest challenge. I have so many great songs that I think are great songs that are sitting there because I can't get the brush right, and so many productions that are amazing that the song's just not quite right. So whenever you get both of them lined up, it's always a great feeling, mm-hmm. and it's the rush that we're always searching for in the studio. Yeah. So how are you feeling now that it's finally out? Um, I'm always relaxed when a thing comes out. You know, I'm just starting off. I've been out here for I've been doing this for a year, and the the whole first year of touring, you know, got got pulled off the books due to the year that we're in. So when things come out, my main thing is that i'm just happy that it's out i'm happy that my fans are getting a chance to uh experience something new and uh yeah and i just i just sit back and i try not to think too heavily on it because the reaction doesn't matter to me as much as the output of the the value of the output of what i'm putting out yeah that's a really interesting point you made about uh touring because you had the ep as as well as some other tracks uh including text talk touch which we'll talk about in a little bit but is there a specific track that you're just really you're so eager to play to a live crowd i mean damn baby and west coast are like my favorite songs to sing, especially damn baby there's just something about it that really hits and there's a couple songs that i have on release that usually go off really well live that i'm kind of working into my album but um, yeah i mean basically just being in front of audience in general but yeah like damn baby anything off that ep i was just absolutely obsessed with and we were we had just started the touring process um and just started like getting getting information out there it was the first thing the first couple things i released was me figuring myself out and the ep was like all right we have like the vibe figured out and then of course it it got put on hold but you know everything happens the way that it's supposed to Mm -hmm. and uh and uh, i'll have my time to tour those songs at some point in the future live music is just such a completely different standpoint than it's a like, it's a unique energy feeling. I mean, it's it's so important to promotion purposes, but it's also just like I mean, that's why artists are artists is so that they have the opportunity to to have that genuine connection with their fans. So it's yeah, a, it's, really it's the place it's the place where you can really prove yourself too. You know, all the other all the other shit that we do. You know, beg for playlists. Uh, nowadays, which would be radio back in the day, you know, make our artwork, make the videos. It's also we can just play the music live, and I and uh, I know that that's always been the place where I prove my worth the most, and where I feel the most connected with with people uh, in anywhere that I travel is is when I'm able to perform a, a show. Um, so it's definitely been an interesting year, and in, like figuring out, you know, tackling tackling all the things that are left. Um, they are such mind consuming and ways to like numbingly hate yourself while you're sitting there being like, yo, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll beg this playlist or I'll do this, do that. That it's just been something that I've kind of avoided. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to wait for live music to come back on. In the meantime, I'm not going to get in my own head and I'm just going to keep writing music and I uh, keep, keep developing myself, um, the best way I can without being able to, uh, without being able to, you know, hang with my audience. It's, it's a, uh, it's a whole new world in, in terms of creating. That's the best way to look at it though. It gave you this time to create and 
and figure yourself out and now you know exactly what you want to do when you go back into touring and you have all these great songs that you can now play for everyone i've, I've written out the whole stage i know what everything's <laughs> gonna look like right now the set list because i just sit there and i'm like if i vision this hard enough everything will everything in the world will come back together I'll, I'll i'm sure we all are putting our own bits of positivity in there but i'm a huge believer in the uh, in the power of the human mind and the collective mm-hmm. consciousness and it's like let's just put this all out there and push 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 till something turns around you got to manifest it so i mean it's interesting how uh covid has affected music industry careers but it also has created some art as well uh text talk touch your collaboration with nash i mean those lyrics are are definitely about a relationship during the covid era is that correct well yeah actually we wrote the song just about talking to someone online but we decided to put it out because it seemed so relevant to what was to what was going on but we had written that song like i don't know like six months before oh wow Wow. yes lockdown started happening but it just happened to be something that was really in tandem with uh with what was going on so how did the collaboration with nash come about it came about initially we were looking for a female to put on it but nash came back with such an interesting interesting idea for a duet between a guy and a guy going for the same girl um like (laughs) his verse was his verse was talking about you know we know each other we're comfortable with each other uh let's escape together my whole verse is about you know we don't know each other we're getting to know each other so it was such a um it was such an interesting i thought uh turn on a duet that hadn't been really said before um instead of having a girl singing back to me on the second verse uh that we wanted to try it because it just felt fresh to me and felt like something new trust where this is going so show me where it's going Uh, October Eyes is the last song that I want to chat about. (laughs) I'm so obsessed with this song, especially in New England right now. It's just, like, beautiful, and I was playing it driving to this interview, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, the perfect soundtrack to (laughs) the New England fall right now. Oh, uh, that's perfect. That makes me so happy. Fall is one of my favorite times of year, so I'm happy it's slowly becoming the uh, fall anthem. It is. And on TikTok? Yeah. yeah it's, it's like just, trending right now. I know. That was mind-blowing to me. I just got told that yesterday, and I was like, what is even TikTok? What, what is, where do I even find that? And I found it, and I was like, wow, look at that. There we are. <laughs> it's a nice surprise. Yes, it's a beautiful surprise. It's a beautiful surprise. And it was funny. I was talking to my team, uh, making jokes about it. I was like, all right, guys, in like three years, the goal is that this that we're the, uh, we're the Mariah Carey of fall. that's the that's the mission now the new mission has been set honestly one of my favorite things about the music industry is how it can be so unpredictable and like when a song has like a slow burn to the top just kind of out of the blue almost well i mean that that's really cool why do you think all of a sudden it's resonating with people um i'm not sure it's always been it was funny because again when you say about putting songs out and it taking life of its own that's one of those songs where we just wrote it we felt really happy about it in the studio uh, and we felt really good about putting it out and when we put it out you know i mean the first couple of days it was out i think it got like 10 spins like you know you don't and you just uh i, I just you know you just don't think about it move on through it and uh and eventually the songs find their way if they uh, if they uh, have a voice or that people understand and I guess that song is just connecting with people I mean I just wrote it about a, a girl that I'd met at a party and was like and was going through her Instagram and her Instagram was like all these beautiful pastel colors and we just kind of I was like I want to write it like it's in this vibe of literally this girl's Instagram who I do not know and has no idea that I ever will write a song about <laughs>
obviously it's kind of hard to predict because of the state of the world, but I'm wondering <laughs> what, you know, what can your fans anticipate to come? Um, I'm going back into the studio for the rest of the year, so I'm going to spend the uh, the rest of the year just letting the music that I have out, the EP and the two other songs uh, that we put out, um, simmer and let them let them do their things, let them have a time to shine and grow, and I'm going to spend the next two to three months uh, in the studio just really crafting and putting together my next chunk of music, whether it's an album or, or I think it'll be more than five songs, but probably not like greater than 16. I really want to go in and craft my next uh, my next mission statement as an artist. Um, so that's what I'll be in doing, and I'll be chatting to people online, saying hello, still doing my lives on Tuesdays, and uh, yeah, really working on grinding on the next chapter of Alt Bloom. Wow, that is very exciting it. stuff. Ooh, I'm excited. I'm, I'm really excited. It's it's been a uh, it's been like like you guys said, it's been a crazy year, and that makes your compass go fifty thousand different ways. And I finally feel like I've landed back in my feet, where I'm where I'm like back in my own confidence, being like, all right, we're putting the brakes on releases, and I'm sitting there because I know what I need to do next, and uh, and that's and yeah, that's what I'm going to follow through and do. He was such a cool guy. He was so down to earth. I enjoy talking to him a lot. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, I really enjoyed talking to him. He was very well spoken, um, and it was a genuinely nice conversation. And hearing his creative insight uh, into his music and how he draws inspiration from his surroundings and, and just hearing ways of how he incorporates nature and just, like, his love of nature. nature into his career is just so cool. I mean, I, I think wish I could do that. Like, I just, yeah, exactly. Like, I think it's just because, I mean, those are two things that I love. Like, I literally love being outside. I love nature. I love hiking. And I also love music. So I think I'm just jealous of his life. I know. Me too. So if you guys haven't seen the California Acoustic Sessions, definitely you have to go look at them. It will just make so much more sense. And you guys are going to be obsessed with them. So his songs, Getting to Getting text talk touch and some tracks off of his ep astronaut complex uh they were just added to the top of the music you're missing playlist so go check that out on spotify and apple music while you're at it make sure you go hit him up on socials it is at alt bloom on pretty much just about damn near everything hey it's super easy Devin, that's where they can find alt bloom on social media but where can the people find you on social media you guys can find me at Devin underscore O'Haran. You can follow Music You're Missing on Instagram. Uh, new this season, so we need some love. It's at Music it's You're sad. Missing. <laughs> and then you can find my personal uh, social media. It's just at Brendan Janetti. Not going to spell that one for you. You'll figure it out. Thanks again for tuning in, and thank you for, for being nice. <laughs> <laughs> out here chasing, it's out in this place.